In today's episode, we're talking about your life mission and how you need to constantly reassess whether your life is according to your life purpose, your life mission, or has it deteriorated and gone off tangent. Let's find out what it is. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about your life vision or your life uh, purpose or your, you know, however you want to see it. And why it's important to constantly reassess where you are according to your life mission, your life purpose, your life vision. We talked about this uh, this topic last week, and I'm just taking it a step further today. And I'll, I'm going to give you a bit of background just to why this came into light. So I literally am recording this on my birthday. It's being released the day after. So you, you get, guys will get to hear it tomorrow on the 14th, which is actually Valentine's Day. But, um, I, you know, I'm actually recording it on my birthday on the 13th. And every birthday I, I saw up until recently, I would go into kind of a zombie mode and work out how far I am and where, according to my goals and where I am and what I've done and what I haven't done. And it was always a bit of a sad moment for me. I, I, I always see, see like, oh, gosh, you know, I've lived another year and I haven't done X, Y, and Z. And you know, as optimistic as I am, for some bizarre reason, always on my birthday, I became very pessimistic. Now, I've been aware of this and I never really like it because the very next day I, I, re- I sort of reassess the day and I'm like, why was I so sad? Why did I bother? And I have to give credit to this to a cousin of mine. I am very close to quite a few of my cousins. But this cousin of mine, she's in Canada. And I love how she celebrates herself. I love how she celebrates her birthday and I love how she celebrates for herself, by herself. And she's always, you know, has sort of made sure, you know, that I know this. And he's constantly telling me that, you know, doesn't matter if anybody else, you know, celebrates. You know, you need to celebrate yourself, treat yourself and treat yourself the way you would treat a child or a friend or a loved one. Why not? And I absolutely agree with 110%. So this year I made a point of it to make sure that I was going to celebrate her. So my birthday fell on a weekend. So I made it as a birthday weekend. On Saturday, I went out with some of my college friends way back from the time I've known. Uh, two of them I've known since I was 16 and one actually I've known since I was 11. So someone, those friends are, you know, quite dear to me and they've been with me through thricking things <laughs> decades together now. And we had a wonderful time together. So I really enjoyed myself and I got myself pampered, you know, dressed really nicely, got dressed really, really nicely, put a lippy on, which for me, by the way, those who know me would know is a big deal. Putting lipstick on is a big deal for me. I'm, I'm usually without makeup and lipstick at all. The most I'll do is probably put lip gloss on. Um, anyway, the point was I just uh, dressed really nicely and went off to dinner with them and I had a wonderful time. I stayed out uh, late for me, it's about nine, ten o'clock. So, you know, we ended up having dinner, then going for, for dessert and just sitting there and chatting, reminiscing about old times, just connecting with each other because we haven't seen each other for quite some time. And then... And, you know, today, I today really pampered myself. I had a, a manly petty and then I took my children out to a nice dinner and it was lovely. So the whole weekend, I've done nothing for work, apart from recording this podcast, which, which, between you and me, 
you know, it's not really work either at all. I, I love doing doing my podcast anyway. So apart from recording this episode, I haven't done any work whatsoever. I've, you know, in terms of going on purposely on my phone to work, I've, I've gone on there to self, you know, say thank you to people who wish me happy birthday. But I've really given myself the time and space to just really enjoy my time and really take care of myself. And then I got myself some flowers, as I always do. And I, I just really been kind to myself, which is very different from my previous years. So this is why when I sat down to record today's topic, I thought, what's the what topic should I talk about today? How can I help you, my, my listeners? with a piece of knowledge, a piece of um, advice for my life. You know, this has become more of a, you know, more of a, a dialogue between you and I about how I live my life and how I'm growing and how I'm learning. And the best lesson I've had this year that I've been able to implement into my life is actually celebrate your life and look upon your life as where it is and where it's going. Now, it's very important to, to assess that. We're going to come on that in a bit. But for the time being, first of all, I think I wasn't intending to you know really talk about it, but I suppose it is celebrating your life. I really have celebrated my life this weekend. I've enjoyed myself and it shows on my pictures. I, I look years younger compared to, you know, I, I've, I've, the only pictures I have on my current phone is from 2015, which is seven years ago, which actually probably was the worst time in my life when I was, that was just a year prior to leave me leaving my ex-husband. I look horrible, I feel horrible, and there's a sadness about me that's just un- undeniably I mean, present. And now I'm vibrant and happy and smiley. It's amazing. So I'm celebrating my life. But this also means, you know, when I sat down and assessed my life, and I was just doing it purposely, I was just sort of doing it. So, you know, when you do it, when you're thinking about something, but not really consciously focusing on it, you're just sort of mulling over it in your mind, in your heart. And I was looking upon my life, and I was thinking how blessed I am, how happy I am. And normally I would this on this day, particularly, I would I would beat myself up and say, look, how far are my goals and how far am I and what I haven't been able to achieve. Whereas today I actually sat down and I've celebrated how far I've come along and how much I've achieved and where I'm going. So, yes, you know, you have to have a vision for your life. And I do. And I have a very, very, <laughs> a very strong and highly aspirational vision for my life. It's amazing. And it scares me at times as well. And when you have a vision for your life or as a, a God, you know, as I said before, purpose for your life, your life goals and how you live it, you're supposed to um, bring it back in order. It's almost like, hey, you know, when you, you, when you start flying a plane, you, when you start playing, flying a plane, for example, from London to New York, it's never going to be exactly on, on target. So you have to stir it back into, um, you know, into, into the mode because the winds will come and stir it off, you know, of course. And obviously the, the pilots don't do this manually now. It's done automatically. So automatically the program would be stirring and bringing the, uh, the, the plane back on course constantly throughout his journey all the way from my from you know london to new york that's how your life is so when you have a vision that you you know you are this is where you're starting and that's where you're going so your starting point in london is for example you are currently making 
um, I don't know, let's do it because this is the money mindset po- podcast, let's talk about money. So if you're currently, your focus is that you're making 10,000 a month at the moment and your goal is to make a million a month, right? So let's just say for argument's sake, that is your goal. You don't know where, how you're going to get to the million a month, but you know how to get to the 100,000. So you're constantly making sure that you are taking actions which are bringing you to 100,000. Now, in between, life will take over, hence the wind, wind factor, and other and storms, and other things that come up. You know, you get distracted distracted life takes over as it, as in the case for me re- most recently was my, my my son's 11 plus and what happened and what not and other things to take over whatever have you life takes over in various forms and sometimes it sneaks up on you if you're not careful but those are when you are stirred of course but you when you reassess your life and think okay what is more important to me or what is the most important thing for me what do i need to be focusing on you can rein things in and you can bring your focus back and that means you can you know your plane can be brought back on course that's your life your plane is your life you can need to bring it back on course so this is why it's very important to reassess multiple times so where am i headed and how am i going to get there and am i doing everything correctly in the way that needs to be done I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. Uh, there's a wonderful, wonderful saying I had. Uh, I wish I could remember which author it was. It's not coming to me at the moment, but um, I, I will. I will give credit in future episodes to this author. And this author said, this wonderful, wonderful person said, that your vision remains the same. Okay, your your way, your methodology, your plan needs to be flexible enough to be able to change over time. So, if your vision is to go from a ten thousand a month to a hundred to a million a month, your course of getting to a million a month may change. Your the service you offer may change. The business you may do may change, which could be, for example, the plan. That's the plan, right? So, your you want to take your income to a million a month. So, how do you do that? Um, you may be thinking continuing with this service if you have a service based product. Maybe you're, you're going to increase your services or maybe you're going to have a separate business selling, I don't know, e-commerce or you're going to go into a separate business altogether when you're in manufacturing. Who knows? So your methodology, your plan needs to be flexible enough to change and alter over time. But your vision, your your mission, as I said, speaking, I, I mean, I'm using the words mission and uh, vision interchangeably at the moment. But you understand what I mean, right? Your vision remains constant your vision is to make a million a month and therefore you will change the the, the methodology as long as as you go along and you should change it the plan you have at the moment is not going to get you to a million i'm going to say this right now if you're currently on on 10,000 or 20,000 or 30,000 or 50,000 and you're close to 100,000 that is prop and the plan you have to get to a million is probably not going to be that when you when you get there okay you're going to have to make changes on the way you're going to have other things that are coming and you're going to have curveballs thrown in okay so for example, I was on track to to you know to very multiple six and on on a monthly basis. Yet we had the curveball thrown in with the Facebook um, logarithms. Bec- and a lot, I'm not the only one by the way. A lot of uh, other people have that. We've been talking to quite a few other people who are on, on the online space as I am. And Facebook has thrown the ads out of the window, cr- completely crazy. So with the iOS update, we've had loads of issues with you know getting that there. So. 
the plan has to change. You cannot rely on Facebook. So there are other methodologies and other ways to bring in leads. Of course, there are. So your plan changes, but your goal still remains the same. And in my case, it's actually I pivoted completely that I thought, okay, well, I need to have, I want to not only have an online business, I need to focus on other businesses apart from trading and property. I want to go into something else. So now I'm, I'm looking into alternative businesses, which are brick and mortar, uh, maybe bring them on the online, more, more, make them more online based somehow. But e- either way, I'm looking at other businesses that I can I can bring into my portfolio and to have assets and have my income grow that way. You see what I mean? So my vision hasn't changing. My, my methodology, my plan is flexible enough to change constantly. Right. So your plan needs to have that flexibility element. Right? So you can't be stuck on a plan that, oh, well, I thought I was going to make a million from my coaching business. It has to be a million from a coaching business. Dude, do you want a million pound coaching business or do you want a million pounds? You have to be, you know, you have to be clear about it. Now, if your mission is I want to be making a million pounds from a coaching business, be my guest. That is your vision. Then you stick to it. Then you find you find the ways of how you get leads and how you make that into a million pound coaching business. I'm not saying you cannot do it. I'm just telling you, you have to be clear about your vision and then change your, be flexible with your plan as you go along. I am very clear about my income goals. I'm not that fussed about where the money comes from, to be honest. And the only reason why I keep my coaching business is because I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't do it for the money. I love, 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 love my coaching business. I love my clients. And I love the testimonials that we receive. And we, we are constantly having, every, every time we go through it, um, after a couple of months, we're able to pick up these amazing testimonials, which we share with our audience as well. Um, you know, for example, recently, a, a client of mine shared how she, you know, she's, um, she was working at, she was making 100K a, in a corporate job. And then she came and did our, our program. And she's made, twice that so in over you know, she's made 240k sitting at home working from home right and and we're and doing less hours of course so, so those kind of crazy stories that come out um, are phenomenal I love that that's why I stick to my coaching business because I love it so much financially there are so many other businesses out there which are can be more rewarding financially and can help you better and, and climb the 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 ladder a lot quicker in terms of remuneration, right? So in terms of kind of the, the kind of revenue you generate. So that's probably where you know where you want to be at if, if money is more important. But the only reason why I remember my accountant looked at my 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 books and he said, "Why sticking to coaching is probably the least profitable compared to everything else you're doing." And I said, "It takes up most of my time. I love it the most. It's the most." fun thing I do and that's what I do so it's my passion project it's something that I wouldn't give up yet I don't want to put pressure on myself or my my business to say that okay, that's going to have my revenue a certain amount I'm okay with it bringing a certain amount and the other coming the other parts other section of the revenue coming from other businesses but that's my vision you can have a different vision you can have a vision like I know I know I'm going to be an amazing coach life coach or business coach or whatever kind of coach you are and I want to make a million a month from the coaching business there's nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with that but then you have to be clear about your vision my vision is very clear in terms of the kind of money i want to make not necessarily not necessarily concerned with how much money i make from one particular business that's me okay so my methodology my plan changes over time with what kind of businesses i have what i'm doing but i'm constantly reassessing okay where where do i want to be and where am i at the moment and if life takes over i don't beat myself up about it so this year i didn't beat myself about okay i'm not there then and this has happened and the property business has had xyz issues and we had this and that whatever we've had loads of 
you know, complications come to the world, come to us this year. It's absolutely fine, right? I'm not going to beat myself about it. The, the fact that I haven't done X, Y, and Z, and I haven't met my goals in certain amounts or whatever have you. I actually celebrated the fact that we had all these obstacles come my way and I overcame them very, very well. I'm really proud of my how I've progressed. And even in personal life, I've made a lot of headway on certain personal matters, you know, in terms of giving letting go of the guilt around being a good mom. Because I felt like unless my kids had a father, I was not being a good mother. I had to force um, or encourage or coerce my ex-husband, um, you know, to be a good father to them. So make sure that he, you know, came on time and all the other things he should be doing and for him to build a strong relationship with him. And I somehow took on the responsibility that for me to be a good mother, I had to make sure that, he, they, you know, he was a good dad and they had a father. That's completely BS, of course, right? That's not my responsibility. It's his responsibility to be a father or not. He gets to choose. And it doesn't make me a bad mom either way, right? Um, so that's a major, major, huge, you know, a shift that's happened in my mindset. And I feel so relieved and free from that, you know, that burden that I was carrying that I, you know, if he wasn't a good enough father, if I couldn't make him a good enough father, and somehow I failed as a mother. I let go of that limiting belief. I let go of that, that toxic idea. Now I feel relieved and free. And I felt, I really felt this year that I am actually the best mother I could have been. And I am a great mom. And my, my, my daughter has gave me the lovely message that, you know, she I'm a source of inspiration for her. And I know for a fact that I, I gave a talk at my son's school and the boys were really really impressed these are 11 year old boys and of course we all connected with cars and we because I'm able to connect with boys um you know because my, my son's their age they had a we had a really fun session and they I know they gave a lot of compliments to my son so my son was very proud of me so I, as from my point of view my children are really proud of me we have a fantastic bond I'm a great mother right I'm doing everything that I could possibly do for them with which is within my reach within my grasp I'm a great mother I let myself off the hook of being this exceptionally perfect god knows what kind of mother in order to be a good mother that was a huge achievement for me do you see what I mean right so today I sat there not intentionally but slowly mulling over my life in terms of what's happened over the last year and realized how much I've done how much I've achieved and how wonderful I am and Funnily enough, this year is probably financially has been the least um, over the last few years, least rewarding compared to the others. So the other years I've, I've made more money this year for what, one reason or the other, for because of the various businesses and various obstacles that came our way. Money has not been as grand as it was previously. Yet I feel more fulfilled and I feel happier this year because the other sides and the things that I've, I've achieved in my personal life and my mindset in my personal uh, family life has been a lot more grander. And therefore, I'm very happy. So when I look at my vision for my life, I'm on track. Yes, financially, I may not be where I want to be according to my goals and what have you. But am I comfortable? Am I happy? Am I, you know, am I able to do everything that I need to do for my kids? Hell yeah. So I'm okay. You know, so you have to assess your life on a regular basis. So keep an eye on your vision. Because what if you don't? Now, here's the danger. If you don't keep an eye on your vision, it's very easy to get distracted. It's very easy to get swayed. And it's very easy if your plane gets off course for if you don't bring it back on course in time and very quickly, you're going to end up not in New York, but maybe in, you know, maybe some other part of the world. Right. Because that little variation, if, it, if it's if it's left too long, you end up in a completely different direction because you're in a different tra trajectory then. Right. So whenever you're state, of course, if you know, in, in, with, the, in with the airplanes, 
the, the programming is constantly bringing it back on course because even a tiny variation would bring you in a different, in different destination. This is the same thing for your life. If you don't constantly assess where you are according to your vision or where you want to be, you know, you're going to basically not get there at the end. That's basically the, the, the answer. And of course, the only way to get there is to bring yourself back on course. And that's by having flexibility around the methodology, through the plans. And therefore, your plans have to be flexible and adaptable over a period of time. But this is all part of the grander plan that you need to do. Plus, okay, I'm going to throw in a, a curveball here. You also need to allow some unusual, some miracle, some different activity through God from universal energy. So if you are, if your plans are so rigid, it has to happen this way and that way, and it can't happen any other way, you're not allowing any miracles or any uh, device energy, any leeway to create some miracles for you, to for you to have those quantum jips and jumps, to have those quantum leaps to move forward to, in the direction of your vision, in the direction of your goals, right? So keep that in mind too. So your plans have to be flexible and entwine that enough flexibility and enough faith in device energy to, so that device energy creates miracles for you, right? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's been a fun one and I've had a wonderful day and it's been a fantastic end of the day by talking to you guys. I hope to see you next time. So until the next time you meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.